of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farber. I'm your host. On this episode, we have joining me with no voice reason, comedian Samuel Bade. If you haven't already, subscribe, give us a review. This podcast is up for uh, the best podcast in the Chicago Reader, so give us a vote if you can in the chicagoreader.com. Go vote at best of, or I, I created a, a little cheat sheet. If you go to bit.ly.com backslash reader singles, the R and S is capitalized. You can go directly to the page and vote for us. I'm also nominated for best stand-up comedian. So vote for me there as well. Uh, same thing, bit.ly.com backslash reader, Paul, reader and R and P are capitalized. Got upcoming shows all over the place, Vegas, maybe Detroit, if it isn't canceled, Chicago and in Florida. And then of course the online shows which are coming up. Yeah, that's it. Well, let's get right into it. Our guest is one of my favorite human beings, hilarious guy. We've done shows online. We did shows in the real world, all the way from the Bay. Give it up for Sammy Obeyed, everybody. Hey, how's it going, Paul? <laughs> What's up, that man? That was an amazing entrance. Hey, oh, Sammy, for those of you that are listening, he came out of a door slash closet. Uh, we're, we do it. We do it up here. We do it. We do it the way you want to see, right? I don't know. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Sammy, you are crushing it in the online comedy world. Uh, I feel like you're doing a show right now in another room while this is happening. That is correct, sir. <laughs> Literally killing it. Every. I mean, you. And the thing is, is a lot of people uh, shit on online shows, but all the ones I've done with you have been awesome. You guys have it down. It's a great thing. I know you and I, like myself, you're, you are you hate that we have to do it, but you made the best of it, and you and you've done a great service to all of us. Thank you so much for that. I want to say that up top. My um, pleasure. Thank you so much. That being said, how are you still single? <laughs> well, it's the pan. It's the pandeasy. Yeah. The old personal pandemic, as I call it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was I, I, I became single in August of 2019. Okay. And um, I was like, dude, 2020 is going to be a great year. My Netflix show is going to come out. Right. Um, you know, I'm just going to be living that dope ass single life. Yeah. And end of 2019, I wasn't even trying to hook up. I wasn't even trying to date. I was just like, I'm going to focus on work, stay focused on the grind, you know, release some videos, build up that web presence, you know. And then once uh, my show hits, I'm going to like use that to yeah. flex and like, you know, get some of these higher end options. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, then, by the way, I know this is like, I know this is being broadcasted to singles. I don't, I don't call people options once I know their names. So <laughs> Very classy of you. Yeah. yeah, I know once you get bigger names, you get bigger, you get, you have more options uh and uh and those options turn out to have names sometimes which is good but that's actually uh once hooked up with someone named option Option. actually (laughs) such a coincidence uh and that didn't work out it it sounds like (laughs) um they didn't want to settle down for whatever reason no they just they had the name you had to lean into it (laughs) what um so you were you said august 2019 how long was that relationship that you were in uh i was with that particular individual for about three and a half years okay. uh which actually well, was my long longest time. relationship yeah, she, yeah. She, she's great we're still we're still friends and we've hung out many times since it's just that we kind of officially ended it at that point because we realized we we're kind of going in different directions in life sure are you uh are you because of the pandemic uh in the bay too you got your california's kind of super shut down 
Uh, are you yeah. have you met people at all during the pandemic in real life? Or? No, no, not at all. So so really what happened was, like I said, wasn't dating at all. And then the pandemic hit um, the Netflix show came out and I was getting all these DMs like, yeah. hey, you know, you're cute. Let's hang out. Right. Um, and I was like, hell yeah. When I get back to L.A., let's do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then Gavin Newsom's like, no, don't do it. <laughs> None of that. And then uh, I ended up quarantining in the Bay Area with my family because I didn't want to like keep going and coming back. And um, uh, there was a lot of f specific family drama here. But long story short, we're all single in this household now. <laughs> okay, fair so, enough. <laughs> so uh, I, 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 I came up here to stay with my mom. So basically, um, I only go back to L.A. My apartment's in L.A., but it's been like just gathering dust. I have like hardly been there. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, and there was like a few people who were like, hey, you know, like, let's hang out when you get back to L.A. I just didn't follow up on it because I, I one, just not really in the mood and like two, I don't know. It's just like it's just a weird time to date. Like, I would only yeah. want to go on a date with somebody if I really already feel like I have a genuine interest in them. Like, I don't want right. to go like, out, you know, get some ice cream to go just to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, like you could theoretically, if you do end up liking someone or you meet somebody um, whether it's DMs or whatever, we'll get into yeah. that in a second. Yeah, yeah. In, at least in California, it's nice enough outside where you can go out and like go for a walk or. It is know. absolutely. Oh. In fact, this is one of my favorite times of year it's in California. Cheapest, our, our... cheapest dates too, right? You're like, so oh, cheap. too bad it's all closed. We can't go to the club. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, hey, parks. Yeah. <laughs> you said it's a parks. favorite time of the year. Why is that? It is well because our. California's winters are a lot, are like your, you know, like spring, you're like cool summer days, you mm -hmm. know, um, in, in this, the summers here, I mean, traditionally they're nice, but like we've had the fires now. So like summer has now not become our time to shine. So, uh, really where we shine is in the winter because it's like the weather's sure. just like super moderate and pleasant. Um, so you haven't met anyone that you like want to go to a walk and enjoy no, this pleasant weather? No, unfortunately not. I mean, to be honest, I've been a little bit distracted myself. Like personally, I had a really rough year last year, like on a personal level. And I was just not interested in, in, in like going on dates at all. Before that, it was because I was like, I'm too focused on work. And then there right. was like, there was hardly any work to focus on. I was just feeling like myself not in the right place. And the thing is, I know a lot of people don't live by that. They're like, I, I don't care if I'm like, not, I'm feeling like, you know, below the weather or like not myself. I'm going to go on a date and feel better. Like, I'm not like that. I, yeah. I, I need to be at my best, you know, if I'm actually going to be on a date with somebody. That makes sense. No, it does. Are you, are you at least trying to meet people at least maybe not in person, but at least like mm -hmm. on the apps and stuff like that or DMs? I'm on the apps and like I'll occasionally like scroll and swipe, but like I'm pretty picky. Like, and you know uh a lot of people on the apps like they'll either in and this i'm sure this is guys guys and gals everybody like they kind of use the same either same lines or they have like something tacky about their profile whether it's like hey i'm fluent in sarcasm or uh spoil me like things like that just are like complete turnoffs to me yeah so it's got to be like original. I think uh, I haven't been on Tinder in a long time. I think Tinder just kind of like fell apart. Um, but Bumble is Bumble like the cool. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Like, you know, the woman hits the guy up first. That is cool. But like 
uh, I'm just being like super picky. Like if I don't like the opening line, I just don't respond. So yeah. I don't respond to probably 99% of messages. Does it say that you're a comedian on there too? Cause let me No, God, no. Oh my God, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, yeah, no, no. in LA and California, yeah. you don't put that there. No. And that's the other thing because it's like the tricky thing about dating, at least for me, is because um, historically, with the exception of my last girlfriend, who I did meet on Tinder. Oh, wow. Uh, historically, the yeah. one that lasted three and a half years? Yep. Oh, yep, wow. Yep. You guys should do the commercial. Well, yeah, I know. I seriously. Mean, I, and, and, yeah. I mean, the cool, the cool thing about that relationship, she had no idea that I was a comedian. You know, at this point, I had already been on TV and stuff, and she had no idea. She just was interested anyways, which is why I was, like, so genuinely interested in her, because I was like, oh, she's the real deal. So... That was cool because pre before that, all of the girlfriends that I had, I met through comedy. Well, when so, you when you say you don't reveal that you are on these apps, what do you say? You just say entertainer, or what? How do you reveal it? Because yeah, that's a I big mean, the, on, part of your I life. Think on Google, it says motivational speaker because <laughs> a technicality. You know what I mean? It like is not the same thing. We well, that's it's even I, worse. I mean, we motivate people to, to laugh, you know, and I do not to I, speak. In fact, it's the opposite. We don't want them to speak. Yes. There's, there's many things you can be motivated to do. And we do a certain select few of those things. I mean, I would, I would argue that we're funny, motivational speakers. We're even better than the regular kind. Um, but, but, but yeah, I mean, I put that just because I feel like that to me, that's like the, the most honest way of saying it without saying it. Sure. Um, and, and then, the thing is my Instagram's linked on there. So like, if you they just look at right. the Instagram, you see what's up. Okay. Um, but the thing is comedian to me, that's just like losing before you even have a chance. Especially yeah. on two fronts. On one side yeah. in LA, it's like, ugh, like if you're not someone that's huge and they're like, why are you even bother saying you're a comedian? And the other right. side, then they they feel like they have to be funny. Like when you're, in, when you're not in California, they feel like, they have to be funny to you and it just you get a turn off situation right away or like totally and then there and then there's the the, the stigma of entertainer you know of like you know uh road dog you know just going out there and meeting all these different people i, yeah. I feel like that's kind of the vibe that a lot of people get when they see a oh, comedian or just like oh this i've never heard of this person so obviously they're not funny yeah that's yeah. it's a, it's a lose lose but yeah. but then if you're trying to be honest on those apps and you're trying to yeah. be make a connection yeah. It's kind of tough too, you know, it's a double-edged yeah, but, sword. But, but, but establish it relatively quick. I'm definitely not the kind of person who would say, keep a secret for like a long time. Like for instance, my sister's on Bumble and she's 39 years old, but her age says 29. And oh, that's she doesn't, Yeah. She doesn't drop the, she doesn't drop that until like, you know, three weeks in. And I'm like, that's not fair. You that's not a good idea. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so like something like comedian, it's like, let, okay, let's have a few lines of organic conversation to spark the interest and then to know that way. like, maybe I'll make you laugh or maybe like, we'll find a really common um, ground, like something that is interesting to both of us. And we'll both be a little bit engaged. And then at some point, I mean, career should never be within the first few lines of convo. If it is, you're, it's, it's fucking shallow. You know well, what I mean? Well, yes and no, I agree with you. But in our world, of comedy it's such a especially you i know how ambitious and motivated you are it's a big part of your relationship it's a big part Listen, of your, you're, your you're a lawyer you can of course you're going to say that you know like oh <laughs> yeah i have a law degree of course you're going to say you know but for just the lay comedian who just got back from a zoom open mic you know what i mean <laughs> it's not a good look but i i see what you're saying like yeah okay i'm an established comedian i've been on tv but like the thing is 
especially in LA, nobody gives a shit. In LA, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I, I yeah. 100% agree with you on there. But like for me um, in Chicago and, and, you know, I'm in Florida right now, yeah. I kind of say it because I don't want to waste anyone's time. I feel like sure. I go to bed at 10 oh. o'clock. I'm like, well, okay. I will never see you because right, right, right. I'm a night owl. So, well, no, well, Florida, tell them you're a comedian right off the bat. Florida is like, whoa, a good comedian? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it hasn't been working out that way, but that's okay. I've been pretty busy. So. Um, but okay, so you, you had the three and a half year relationship through Tinder. So yeah. obviously you're not opposed to, to meeting someone online. Um, no, right no, now, no. obviously, we're all in a fucked up situation where it's we're trying right. to figure out what's going to happen, what our next steps are. Um, but you do want to be in a relationship, obviously, right? Eventually. Yeah, no? yeah. I'm like the thing is, I'm in no rush. I've been in so many great relationships. I know this is going to sound like really dark, but it's like I could die right now and, and and look back and be like, I had, I had enough. I had so much. I had so many great relationships. Yeah. But yes, at some point, I do want to be. It would be nice to be with somebody for a good amount of time you know maybe indefinitely like I don't, i'm not necessarily like set on getting married i'm not necessarily set on having a family but i'm open to all of those things yeah but you know i'm, I'm not like actively searching i don't like like i want a partner like i hear a lot of people like i need a partner like listen if, if i meet somebody who i connect with really well but it only works out for like a year or two that's fine too yeah. i'm not in a rush and i also know my worth and I know the value of my time. So I, I'm only interested in something that's genuine and that feels good on both ends. And I don't, uh, I don't feel like I need to actively seek it. I know, I, I, I know it'll come to me when it comes. I feel like you're a good example of a person when I, when I see you and I've worked with you and I see what you're doing. You're, you're personally fulfilled and you're, you're personally, your growth has gone so much since I first met you in the sense that you're doing so much. You've got this success that I feel like if you were in a, in a serious relationship that would, that might've been stifled. Do you think that's the case? Or do you think having a partner with you helped you a little bit or had no effect whatsoever? It actually goes both ways. I, I, first of all, I sacrificed a lot to, to be here. Like, like a lot of relationships, Uh, a few in particular. Um, But also there were times where I felt like the stability of being in a relationship made me more productive and efficient and focused than when I was just single because I did have you know a couple years where I was just single and like constantly dating and just going out you know you know buying rounds of drinks nothing like crazy not like rock star crazy in any sense but just like really spending a lot of time you know whining and dining with randoms who I never ended up you know, right. actually going forward with. And it was fun. And I learned a lot about myself and I got to like meet a lot of different kinds of people, which I think is everybody should have some kind of phase like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember specifically that era, I was so not productive versus yeah. sometimes when I was in relationships, you know, even if, even if, you know, we, we take some like nights off to be together and stuff, I would still have like a lot of time where I was really focused because I wasn't constantly swiping I wasn't, you know, like, you know, get trying to get past that first and second date with somebody to where we could actually go further. It wasn't like a game, you know, it's like you have, you, you know, like first date, second dates, there's a lot of energy those, those consume, you know, but when you're with someone for a while, you kind of get to that, you know, homeostasis or whatever it is. And, uh, and it allows you to be productive. So I've seen both sides of the spectrum and I know, and that's why I know that if you find the right person, 
they will give you the space to be as productive as you need to be as long as you, you know, do like take care of their, their needs, you know? Yeah. I got to look up homeostasis to see if you use it right. In that yeah, sentence. look it up. Homeostasis. I know what it means, but I don't know if that was, that was accurate, but we'll let it slide. Um, do you feel like um, that uh, stability that you were talking about when you're in a relationship, do you think that you, um, is that had to do more of the fact with where you didn't have to entertain somebody or because they like brought something to the table that helped you, you know, focus on your career? And well, act like that person's not going to hear this podcast. So go ahead and answer. Oh, I, mean, I don't care. I mean, I have good, I'm actually friends with all my exes and they're all Same. like great people. We have really good relationships, post-relationships. Does that make so, sense what I'm asking? But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really like, you know, you can tell when somebody's supportive of what you do. And I've, I've had relationships where they're like undyingly supportive and they'll like kind of like let me do whatever I want. And I've had more where they're like, I'm supportive, but like you need to make time for me. And both are important. Like the thing right. is, I've been in I've been in relationships where I took advantage too much of them being so supportive that I didn't give them enough time, and it ended up wearing on the relationship. Yeah, you know. Uh, but on the other hand, I've been in some that like I felt like held me back a little bit too much, right. like more than I wanted, and it just wasn't the right time. It was like I needed to be out like you know seven nights a week, but I wasn't able to at that time 1000 yeah. nights in a row or 1001 yeah, nights. yeah 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 that was i remember that, that. Yeah. um see that's like that brings me back to the point where you know when i was in a relationship people are so six they're very supportive early on but at some point dating a comedian when you're not a comedian uh, or you don't have your own personal ambition it becomes it's hard it's hard to date a yeah. comedian right and that's where you it's a no-win situation to me in a relationship because either they're not going to be supportive and you're fighting or you have that guilt that you're like, shit, I just took this last minute gig when we were supposed to have, you know, our anniversary dinner or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a, so. it's a, it, it is very difficult dating a comedian. And that's why if anybody understands that, that's why you don't tell them, right, you know, right off the bat, you're a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> that's another reason to hide that. Good answer. Yeah. Have you dated other comedians before? Uh, I've dated a few comedians, yeah, and um, it is—it's cool. It's interesting. Uh, it's, it's like a like interesting experience. I think every comic should go through it at some point. You know, it's kind <laughs> of a cool experience, but it just—it not not for me in terms of like a long run. I would yeah. rather have somebody who does something completely different, and we can like complement each other. What are the things that you think you would would be a perfect situation in terms of dating? Whether it's what they what have you learned on these dates in mm -hmm. your last relationships? Uh, as to what they do or what 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 you need or if it's easier to answer the way I look at it when people ask me what I want versus what I, I know what I don't want and mm -hmm. then I go from there to see what's left or do you just go what you, you know what you want sure yeah I mean it's it, it is a, it is a broad question and I would never like want to limit myself to one kind of person or profession but I think that the common underlying factor is that it's best when they love what they're doing as well right they have their own ambition and their own shit going on. Yeah, because the, the relationships where I felt the most stress and drama is when they hated their job. And the fact that I, I loved mine and yeah. wanted to put so much into it, it made them resistant to it. Sure. Yeah. People don't understand like that we do this. We're not doing it for the money. Right. You know, it's, it's a different right. dog. You said earlier that you, uh, you know your worth. Uh, so you don't want to, I assume you mean you're not going to waste your time 
uncertain yeah. situations. What are those, what have you learned in, in dates uh, or just that you've learned on your own where you're like, I'm not gonna do that again? Or mm -hmm. um, That's a good question. I, I, I think that like, um, I just know that I don't need to, I don't need to go like on a bunch of dates and pretend that I'm somebody, um, you know, because we all do that to a degree. Every first date, you're doing a little bit of a best version of yourself, slightly adapting to what you think they like. We all do it. Like everybody does it, even if it's to a tiny degree. Um, and that's okay. I just don't think I want to be doing a lot of that. Like yeah. I don't, um, you know, if, if I meet someone and, and they're like, say for instance, it's like a physical thing. They're like beautiful. And I'm like, this person is, is like so beautiful, but like we don't, our personalities clearly do not click. Yeah. But like, if we go on a few dates and I kind of like pretend to be the best version of myself for them, I'm sure that we will like, you know, date for a while, hook up, whatever. And that would be awesome because they're beautiful. Right. But um, I, I, I like that to me is not, it used to be very interesting. I mean, it's interesting to every yeah, guy at some point. And women too, certainly. Um, I can't speak for women, but I can speak for men that like um, a lot of men spend their whole lives in that kind of phase. Well, that's the yeah. thing. I, and I have a new joke about that too, where, you know, it's, it's nice getting older, especially, you know, now that, you know, my dick doesn't run my life anymore. Like if I was right. with a beautiful right. woman, a great right. example is I'm here in Florida and you go on those apps and then, you know, there's beautiful women that are like all in on, Donald Trump and you're like I mean 25 year old me would be like she's interested you gotta swipe but like right. you know me now I'm like I can't even I how can you go through a whole conversation I mean just because of what we're dealing with this week or last week or last four years right how can you justify that I mean it, it'll feel good but it's it's just so hard to like your dick is like basically saying it's okay just just do it. See what happens. Like, right. And let, let's say enough time goes by where I'm like, I just really need to get on a date. Like I, yeah. Like a situation like that. Sure. Yeah. But like that, that's we, yeah, that's neither here nor there. And I just <laughs> feel like I've, I like, there was a time period of time. Yeah. Where I definitely. I, I think like, you know, yeah. I, li I like that about me though, too. I like being single and older because you make much better decisions where you're just like, sure. it's just not even, it's not even worth going on a first date. Cause you know, right you know it's not i mean i'm using that as an extreme example are there other things that like are your like are deal breakers for you uh are there any deal breakers for you where you're like uh even if they're physically attractive or or maybe it's a physical thing mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i don't know like I, they're they're like kind of they're, they're like semi deal breakers like if if they have enough really good qualities like i'll, I'll obviously blind sign sure. something Okay. Um, what are those? When those qualities aren't there. I have like a lot of deal breakers. Okay. Um, what are the, so, what are those? Give me some examples. Sure. So uh, for instance, somebody who like is, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I don't know the best, like the nicest way of saying it, but like just not smart at all. Like, yeah. I guess like there's different kinds of intelligence. Everybody has intelligence. Sure. So to say that somebody's not smart is, is dumb to say, cause everybody is intelligent in a way, but like, I do have a lot of like book smarts. So, uh, yeah, you do. like academic, like, you know, like math, right. you don't have to be good at math, but like we have to connect 
on some kind of intellectual level, if that makes sense. Like um, if you, if they didn't know the square root of pi or something, you'd be like, <laughs> out. No, it's totally fine if they're not good at math. Because I'm a math guy, right? I know, like, I say, know. Say, say they're not, say they're not good at math, but like they are a grammar nerd or they love history. Yeah. Or they love science. Like just, I, I want to talk about, be able to talk about like one of those things. Sure. Because all those things are super interesting to me. Um, so Some sort of formal education as opposed yeah. to just whatever. No, that makes sense. And I think that's important to be on the same page in that level too. So my uncle right. told me that a while ago. Do you, here's something I ask a lot, you know, we're both Middle Eastern. Do you date other, uh, do you date women that are Middle Eastern or you tend to steer away from that? Honestly, I don't know if I've dated any Middle Eastern women. I, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm the same way, but go ahead. Yeah. Like, I would, I would love to, like, I would love to date a Middle Eastern Arab American woman, but it just hasn't happened for whatever reason. I mean, I think part of the reason is upbringing. Like yeah. I was raised in a super like liberal progressive kind of non-traditional family really? and a lot of the like Arab American women, I mean, are raised very traditionally. So there's like a culture clash, yeah. you know, um, also I'm not, I'm not a practicing Muslim. I have Muslims in my family, but like, right. you know, sometimes, you know, I'll meet someone right off the bat, like, well, you know, you would have to convert. I'm like, well, that, that's just kind of a very sudden thing to say on a first date. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's weird. So, but I, yeah. I, I didn't, you said you had a progressive liberal background. That's very rare in our community. In, in the Middle East community, yeah, so. yeah, and that's why, and that's why I just feel like growing up, and and even now, I just don't necessarily identify. Like, I have a lot of love for my culture, and I and I perform for my culture. I like I'm connected with a lot of people from my culture, but like I just don't feel a lot of their relatability on a, like, first of all, like a romantic, like or like a dating level, just because of familiarity. Um, so for that reason, it just never has happened. But like, man, I would love to date a Middle Eastern. Yeah. American woman or Middle Eastern for straight for the Middle whatever East. yeah just go straight there you can pick them up are yeah. you a lot of options there are you um yeah. are, are you the kind of guy that like because I know a lot of comedians we talked about this with another, a couple of guests before that are comedians where that you know the date is going bad or you know after the first date like they say something that you're like is a deal breaker do you right. do you end it right there or do you kind of still have that comedic instinct where you're like well, I want them to still like me. Like, or, or do you? Just I think say, at this point in my life, I would probably end it pr pretty quickly. Like, how do you? Have you done like that? Being, have you? Yeah, done? I don't like being rude to anybody on any level. There was only one date that I literally ended like abruptly. Every other time, even if I knew it wasn't working, I would stay in for at least for like a few hours, just out of like respect and because I had, you know, at the time I felt like I, you know, I had the time to do stuff like that. Like I was like, yeah, whatever. I want to learn about myself and learn about this person. But there was one time uh, yeah. where she showed up. She was drunk already. Mm -hmm. And um, by the time her shoes came off, I was like, I'm out of here. Like, we got to go. Her shoes came off? Yeah, her shoes. She took off her shoes. She was walking barefoot in the street. And listen, we've all been there, but just like not on a first date. Not. Oh. Know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never done that. I don't, I don't think we've all been there, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you end it? You're like, uh, you should probably go home, but not drive. Or did you? I dropped her off at her. I dropped her off at her, her car, and I just said, "Don't drive. Just stay in your car for a few hours." And and we don't know where she is now. 
No, 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 no. Actually, I, I actually I still talk to her every now and then. Oh, she, yeah, oh okay. Yeah. She, she follows. She's a fan, actually. She follows me. But like, yeah, it was it was like, okay, the right thing is the, the most gentlemanly thing to do would be like, hey, I'm gonna stay with you. But it was it was already midnight. Yeah. Um. You know, I had something the next day. It's not. I'm. It's not my responsibility to babysit you. Right. You know what I mean. You You don't live here in this city. You're not coming back with me. Right. So you're gonna have to stay in your car until you get better and drive home. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. The date started at midnight. <laughs> no, we started the date after my nine. show around nine. Yeah. So by the time okay. she was super sloppy at midnight. Yeah. Ah. Uh. The things we have to do to to meet people as comedians <laughs> late night dates and it's harder on the road too because things aren't open the only things open after shows in florida are waffle house and ihop isn't even open anymore so right right i've been on a few waffle house dates it's not bad it's pretty good yeah yeah good food well sammy we uh i really appreciate you coming on i know you're busy and coming on to the podcast I, i've been trying to get you on for some time so i'm glad you got to do it um Go back and do your six podcasts and your six shows. I know you're busy. <laughs> Sammy, where can people find out more about you and your upcoming stuff that uh, you have going on? Yeah, you can get me on the socials at Sammy Obeyed um, or my website, SammyKO.com. Or if you want to check out any of the virtual uh, offerings that we're doing, it's KOComedy.com. And we have shows uh, every weekend, Friday through Sunday. And you've been on them. You, uh, you know, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, they're so fun. Awesome. And we have, uh, we're rolling out like a bunch of podcasts and other kinds of shows too. So throughout the week, we're doing virtual stuff. So come check it out, kocomedy.com. Please do that. And then everyone uh, check out Sammy Obade. He's hilarious. Go back and watch his Conan, uh, his uh, Conan clip. I still love it. I was so proud of you to do that. Uh, Sammy Obade, thank you so much. Thank you all for listening to another edition By now, you know that I'm a lawyer, right? Everyone does. And uh, I, I don't really practice anymore, although I still have a license. Um, but when I need a lawyer, um, and I do often need a lawyer, um, I contact my friend Scott Shapiro. Um, if you're injured uh, on the job or need compensation, you're entitled to payment for more than you know. A lot of times, Companies will try to settle with you so you don't get a lawyer because they don't want you to know all the monies you're entitled to. Uh, Scott Shapiro has been uh, helping injured workers for over 20 years. In addition, his firm handles multiple other cases, including uh, personal injury cases and entertainment law issues. He has handled a lot of uh, my entertainment stuff as well as those of uh, guests on the show and listeners. So, you need a lawyer, sure, you can consult me. But uh, if you want a free consultation from the best, uh, don't take any chances. Contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. His number, 312-648-8800. Or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. There are other Scott Shapiros. Make sure you call the right one, 312-648-8800 or scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you, and he will be very happy.